Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Do you guys Why? like black cars? I like black cars, but I um I would never own a black car, even though I bought a black car. <laughs> I hate black cars, but I like mine. Uh I was it's funny, I re I think I don't know if I mentioned this, but I regretted buying the black car when I was buying it, before I bought it, when I bought it, a week after I bought it, now I don't give a fuck. Because you're lazy. Yes. If you weren't lazy, if you were fastidious, you would still be annoyed by it. If I lived, if I lived where I worked, if I worked where I lived and could keep my car clean, yes. I would care, I would be more annoyed by it. I think if that makes sense. I I can't keep that car clean, basically. Yeah, you can't. I mean, do you think it's also a matter of like what car it is? Like, because it's not, it's your tool, right? It's like an appliance. It's it's a three year rental. It's not your 944. Yeah. If your 944 was black, that would be a huge pain in the ass. It'd be annoying. What do you guys know about drive through car washes that don't fuck your car up? No, Uh, no touch. Touchless. touchless? Does that work? I don't know. Only if it's dusty, I imagine. There's these new ones that I've seen. They advertise it on the pump and it says like, new fucking Accelera touchless How do you clean a car without touching it? Blasting it. Even just blasting. Like I've gone to, you know, I've gone to the do do yourself car washes spray. Uh You have to actually physically touch the sides to get all that grime off. I agree. I think only if you did it Every couple of days, Pretty like much. the loophole that I got into, mm. my car wash loophole. So wash the car. And then I happen to work next to a car dealership that has a service that comes and sprays down the cars with yep. distilled water and then chamois them clean or wipes them off. And so what I've been doing is I made friends with the guy. Oh, yeah. Super rad. And he's like, bring it over anytime. If you see me over here spraying them down in the morning, park your car over here. I'll... Do your car. So I've gone like three, four weeks between car washes and my car looks pretty much the same. Awesome. Pretty That's nice. That's ideal. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, as you said, yeah, even then, right, like he's shamming it down. But um, I feel like, yeah, once grime actually builds up That's into the, thing, the paint. Once it's too dirty, you can't do you it. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah, it won't. You'll you'll take out the top layer off, but you're still dirty. Or you'll just rub in dirt. And then after it dries, you'll see where you've rubbed. Especially you've on a dark it. car, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A black car. I can't do a black car again, I don't think. If you... You use that if you spray all the, the, you know, the stuff that can come off, off, and then you use like a touchless, touchless uh, car wash on a regular basis, then it'll be good. Right. right. And so like, I think the key is, is you have to do it every three days. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. It's a lot. But it only takes 10 minutes, 15 minutes. What is that? Like most. five bucks a shot? Or if you buy a tank of gas, might be more, you know, might be like eight bucks. It's kind of a lot. It is. It is kind of a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Even the 993 was a pain in the ass because it was dark enough, right? So that's why I used to... So I garaged it and I used to air dry it and do all this bullshit so that I wouldn't like... You know, I wouldn't uh, freaking uh, get it hazy or what do you call it? The uh, swirls swirls in the paint. Um, And black is like impossible. It shows everything and dings and little things. All the imperfections show, right? Dings and little things. Little things. Uh, You talk about air drying your car. So you have a blower, a leaf blower. Sort of. 
I that's have. what I use. Yeah. But aren't you also collecting things out of the air, like dust and shit, and then blowing that on your car? No, no, if, you're if, blowing you're a, if you're if you're on a on a dust like a big hole, if you're in the sand, yeah, yes, and you're, yeah. you're like trying. So to when do you're that. at the beach and you fill your <laughs> yeah, blower exactly. up, and then you're sandblasting your shit yeah. exactly yeah. no yeah i have a six horsepower shop vac that yeah. you know you, yeah. you put the thing on the other side yes i know the shop vac is it's basically a it's basically a leaf blower so yeah. the but see you get shit in there from your from your but it has a filter. filter no dude i'm i use well, a, i use a i bet uh, you don't use it as a vacuum no i never use it as a vacuum. Oh, okay there you go then yeah i, I originally so bought it as with the intention of, of using it as a vacuum but then when i got the 993 i'm like i'm not going to freaking rub this car down every time so i started using it as an okay. air to because air they tool. sell one like that like wayne carini sponsors mm-hmm. one that's a little yeah, handheld thousand watt fucking thingy that blows your car dry but my point is i have a shop vac and i've tried to use it as a leaf blower like on my deck and you're spraying dust and it just everywhere. dust comes out of the filter like oh, crazy yeah, yeah. And yeah it's like, that makes sense so i've used i bought months. a leaf blower like jeez like 15 years ago for uh detailing motorcycles because i was helping a friend detailing harleys oh that's All those custom harleys and stuff and you have to just you there's no way to dry them there's a story we haven't heard so uh, you're a corvette guy and a harley guy exactly uh, these were like custom they were uh bobbers it was called proper choppers don't try so to impress proper. me i know <laughs> so that's yeah. that tattoo on your back yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. uh so I bought that, and then ever since then, like, if I've been cleaning my car, I just use that. It's an electric I think uh, the floor. most important question is, when did you cut your ponytail? I still have. <laughs> is, that, is it curled it's up? Tucked in, dude. It's, 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 like, it's like five hairs, it and single, I tuck it up. A single princess layer back there? <laughs> Damn. But yeah, the, the where, what's really shitty is, like, when you have a dark car, and then, let's say, you even if you do air dry it, and you're rushed, th- you rush through it, and you don't get into, like, the... the crevices and then you drive off and then it drips all over your fucking car Mm -hmm. like i've done that before and that was a total waste of time right and then you just have to drive the car off a cliff yep pretty much that's exactly worthless at that point so and the other thing that bothers me is after you get a car wash and you roll the window down and then you roll it back up yeah and it just water all over i wait i forgot about it yeah dude you gotta you gotta power through just wait just wait a day (laughs) a day a day and you get the little runs like from the bumper and You're stuff like that. At that. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. Yeah, the NSX I've I I've been lazy with that. I, I don't air dry it because it's silver. You can't see any of the swirls. Exactly. So I, I always I just use a just freaking sand it. microfiber. Yeah, pretty much like a three M. <laughs> like a scrub, Scotch Bright. Scotch Bright. <laughs> it almost even kind of gives it like a met, like a metallic kind yeah, of a, a, a matte a matte finish yeah. is this a thursday show guys this is a thursday show okay good question uh, was, ah, look at the big brains on lane i was worried uh this is a thursday show we have many questions from the best listeners in the world why don't we jump right into it, Lane? Or do you have, we were going to say something? I was going to say, I do have a present for you, but I'm wondering if I should give it to you now or next week. On Sunday, you mean? Yes. It's up to you. I don't know what it is, so I can't tell you. <laughs> I want to give it to you now. Yeah. Just because I think I might forget. I like presents. This oh, is for you, Warren. Thank you. I I, speci- I bought... Don't don't look at the oh, label. Okay. Do you need okay. to open it up? So, so he's opening up a little round little case. pouch. Pouch that you would normally see headphones in, maybe? Yeah. Zipper. Yep. Okay. He's opening it up. What is that? Wait a minute. Holy. (laughs) In my hand. (laughs) Whoa. Look at that. That's fantastic. This is. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's a BMW roundel. Looks like an emblem for a BMW, yet it is a fidget spinner. That's right. Whoa. That's amazing. How does it feel? Pretty down. Did I ever say that I don't like these? You said you hate them. I can't believe I said that. You're going to relieve stress at work with that thing. I need to get better at it. I feel like it's something you learn. Wow. (laughs) You can roll it against your pants and stuff. You're not allowed to have that drill bit that you normally play with. Yeah, it's gone. I don't know. You can have the drill bit today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's what's trippy, as I would say, is on the back, it's got kind of like a, a spiral that is very hypnotic. Yep. I'll yep. bring it to the pre-reunion and share it with all. <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. Thank you. Busy. I appreciate it. How did you find this? Uh, Amazon. Oh. I find any, anything there. But you, you had to know it existed or else you were shopping for fidget spinners? Is that what was going on? Oh, I'm shopping for them all the time. Are you? Oh. Amelie and I were like looking at them. She's, yeah. Wow. That's so Dude. good. Look at that balance you got going on right yeah, I'm, I'm just learning. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good though. I'm pretty good. Quick right. learner. I got to put this in here or else I might get... I might lose concentration. Um, all right. Flav247 says, other than the Visa wrench, what's DWA's favorite go-to tool? Amex works pretty well. Like <laughs> so that's the other one. eBay. No. PayPal. PayPal is a good one. Yeah. Um, For I, me, favorite tool. Yeah. number one, no doubt, no question, a snap-on pocket screwdriver. Nice. I use it every single day, all day long. So what does that look like? Is it like a it's little foldable a red, thing? It fits in your like front pocket. It's got a red handle with a clip, a magnet on one side, and a flat uh, flat right. head on the other. And it can be used to open packages, pry things open, whatever you need that for. I actually sharpened mine, so, so it's it a doesn't bit have a Phillips. A, uh, no, it's just a flathead. Really, you can get a Phillips, which you can use them. in Phillips heads sometimes. I mean, but I feel like the flathead comes in way more handy for prying stuff, and I, I sharpened it so it's also so a you use blade. it more as like a, a not not for its purpose. No, as I use it for its purpose as well, but it's it's. Okay. it's I'm just very wondering when convenient. you use a flathead screw. Well, the, the automotive tool all the time. Yeah, fasteners and yeah, prying things apart. Oh well, prying, yeah, yeah, but not which I do. Usually, there isn't many flathead screws on cars. Yeah, today, I mean, I was working on a six Avant, and all the underbody panels were flathead. Yeah. I mean, oh, they're like the big plastic ones yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that makes. And sense. And so you have it right in your pocket always, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's that would be my answer. I think they're usually free if you're a Snap-on customer. You just have to find them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I sharpen mine so I can use it as a little knife sometimes. Yeah, it's good. Knife people, is it? Yeah, or like if I slip off a screw, I gouge the shit on my hand, you know, stuff like That's that. That's cool. It's rad. Just make it a little more exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite, like a go to tool Dude, for uh, cars. Otherwise, it'd be a 10 mil wrench. As a German car owner, yeah, I mean, it's got 10 or 13, it. right? That's yeah. what I was going to say. So for me, it's the ratchet uh, freaking wrench. 10, 12, and 13. Ratchet, closed, and open on. Yeah, those are fantastic because, I mean, it's such a – a lot of these things you're getting into, like, in small, tight areas, and it's a 10 mil. It's, like, already really small, and, you know, it's, like, falling out of your hand. And ideally, yeah, you could if you got that ratchet in there, it's it's killer. It's, it saves you so much time. At work, it's, like, a uh, a ten, number 10 or, or a 10 or 20 Torx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20, 20 is very common. Okay. Uh, CrocGT4 asks, are tire stickers DWA approved, and what's the best douche repellent to have on hand for car week? Tire stickers? Um, I I don't think they're DWA approved. I mean... Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> I don't think so. 
Did you see uh, Croc and my personal DMs with each other? Yeah, so he's all yeah. excited to go to Exotics on Canary yeah. Row. We yeah. broke up. <laughs> Croc's, Croc's basically dead to me. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't understand his angle there. Me either. And why is Ali going? Ali's well, Ali's in this like revenge phase. I went and hung out with Ali right after that. (laughs) I was like, heard some disturbing news. I heard you might be going to Exotics on Canary Row. He's like, no, I'm not going. I swear. He's like, (laughs) he's like, Phil's trying to get me to go, but I don't know. I'm like, like, so remind the listeners what exotic Ali drives. Uh, he drives a GT3. Uh, 991 GT3, but he also has the BMW 2002 Resto Mod Silver with the Panasports and yep. super dope one we've put on our Instagram before. And uh, at Racing Ali. Yep. And uh, yeah, so he was he and I'm like, but you're going to the uh, Porsche dinner, and that's complete other side of town at eight, and you probably want to be there at seven. And you know, how do you get away from that? And I don't know. So I was I was I was saying I was telling him I was telling him that. Crocs, Croc wanting to go to that and show his car really was like someone like hitting my child. <laughs> I know because how his ankle is going to be so sore from revving it over That's, and over. Yeah. Right? He, he better make sure his rev limiter works. Yeah. Yeah, we did shark. And you can only do it when the, car, with the, when the engine's cold. Too. Yeah, ice, can't ice cold. Car. Oh, of no, course. No, no. It's going to be a cold start and a snap. Yeah. Yeah. The best douche repellent is uh, don't go. How's that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you do go, just don't show your car. Like, don't drive through unless you want to show it off to a bunch of teenagers and D-bags. Teenagers I don't have a problem with, but yeah, it's the rest of it. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey asks, what's the most iconic pre-2000s party girl car? I'm partial to the Mitsubishi Eclipse and Pontiac Sunfire cabs with the garter belt hanging from the mirrors. I thought the dudes put the garter belt on there. Uh, cheers, gents. Keep up the great podcast. Hashtag lane hate with an underscore, oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, that's fucked up. And hashtag <laughs> mind grapes. Mind grapes. Can we get a shout out to uh, Jeep... Uh, Wranglers? Wranglers? Yes. That's a good and call. I'm going to say Volkswagen Cabriolet. Ah, Mark 3. Oh, Mark 3? I was going to go with Mark 3. Uh, no. You're going Mark 1? Mark 1. The OG one. into Mark 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark 3, huh? Mark 3, dude. Yeah, I could Bitch see basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And a bro bucket. That's what That's we're, right, we're, bro we're, bucket. What we're picking. Bro so why does, why does the convertible work so well for that? Is this not the bitchy party girl car? So he said Eclipse, and the first thing that came to my mind was that Dave Chappelle skit where a boobie oh, pops yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, where he's doing the seatbelt dance. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, Eclipse. Pontiac Sunfire is terrible. Why did that come up? That's not any... That shouldn't even be a car. It should not be a car. No. Uh, my wife said that uh, I... I was asking her this question because she's a girl. And uh, she said in her town, which is kind of more country than where we live, uh, trucks were a big thing. A chick in a truck was mm-hmm. the party girl scene. Oh, that makes sense. She's trying to be down with the dudes. Like, hey, I'm a dude, but I also like to suck <laughs> <laughs> lollipops. Hey, I'm a dude. I don't think that ever <laughs> was spoken. <laughs> I'm a dude. Uh, why we too says I lust for those seats. Those are nice. Is that your picture art? Yeah, that's my old uh, 91 I had uh, that GTI. exact interior. That's a terrible steering wheel, by Recaro the way. Trophies. I replaced it with a uh, Sparco. I'm sure you shortly did. Shortly after that. 
Drivers, drivers only Joe. One rule. You have to build a car for one of the other hosts. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to be mean. There's no budget. And street style is not a requirement. And he has a hashtag here that says, if someone doesn't build a Corvette for Lane, you're all doing it wrong. We've um, done this a few times. So we should also mention Brian is not here tonight. Um, yeah. He is on vacation in Canada on the island of Victoria. I think he's in Tofino. Yeah. Tofino and Whistler and some other places, so Brian will not be joining us tonight. But you're building a car for one of your other hosts. What comes up? I think Lane and I have to build Art the shittiest front-wheel drive car there ever. Shitty is. or good? Good slash shitty. Like, I said, about a terrible steering rack. <laughs> yeah. Torque yeah, that, up the ass. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Um, maybe so, like an SVT Focus, like ooh. with a Whipple Supercharger. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. At least it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, sounds for interiors. So. Interiors wonderful, by the way. Dude, what about a, a Renault Lacar? I would love that. God, stop like, with your <laughs> French bullshit. We're not building you anything French. Uh, how about this? The last, like a 2000-ish Mercury Cougar. Holy for our shit. Oh, that's good with the V6. V6. Oh. Yeah. V6 manual. That is Front such a horrible drive. car. Yes. I hate those so much. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when those came out? That was a, that was a buddy big Eric had one, and I helped him put an intake on one. It's like 99 or 98? It was probably in that 2000 range, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, please get me one with the very heavily oxidized headlights. Ford Puma. See, I feel like yes. it's not that fun. Like, what would I build Warren? I don't really know. What would I build myself? I don't know, but let's build Brian something. <laughs> So Brian loves to think that he's going to go off-roading. That's true. And Never has. Oh, but, dude, yeah. I got this. We got to go super bro-dozer on him, like with the really, really wait, wait, high wait, lift and wait, little wheels. Bro-dozer. You don't <laughs> know bro-dozer? Yeah, bro-dozer. I mean, I, now that you say it, I know what it means, but I don't know that term. You don't. Bro-dozer? Yeah, yes. It's a big old, with huge... Like, with, with a smokestack in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that, just super over the top, pink that's uh, too, underglow. That's, that's too obvious. Chrome that's, everywhere. Well, what would be your choice? I'm thinking like an all-wheel drive Sienna. No, but that nah, that's too lifted. That's, okay. that's his dream. <laughs> that's his dream. But we can do something nice for him. Let's give it to him. Can't yeah. be that nice though, because it'll fuck it up. An all track Previa. Okay, I kind of want one of those. Did they make it? Just stop it. <laughs> Did they make a supercharged all track yes, Previa? They did. We can I put a TRD supercharger on it or something. They did come yeah. supercharged, uh, but I don't, I don't think manual though. Very cool dash. Do a manual swap. Manual swap. Fucking awesome. Busy. I wish they just kept making that. Style. I mean, it makes no sense, but it's such a wacky, fucking crazy thing. It is yeah. rad. I can't think of uh, anything for you, Warren. I want a waft. I mean, what do I build you? <laughs> a fidget spinner mobile. Yeah. Um, I would want to get Lane uh, 928 limousine, white on white. With um, it has to have a couple, at least two of the boomerang antennas on it. Yeah. Uh, gold. Um, How about eight exhaust tips? Eight exhaust tips across the back, yep. and they have to be gold. It, uh-huh. they're white on gold, uh, yeah. and I'm thinking gold, like 100-spoke wheels. Wow. Limousine. <laughs> Limousine. Interesting. <laughs> I'll take it one step down from that, which is uh, just like a Strosec body kit, 1998. Or, uh, okay, know, okay. Something, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Koenig or something. Um, yeah, maybe that's the along the lines of, for you too. Yeah. Like a 560 SEC. Yes, wide body. With the Koenig and yeah, stuff. Strawman yeah, Strawman convertible. Very deep dish wheels. I want a Strawman convertible Koenig body kit 500 SEC Euro. With a, with with a TV inside. TV like, like CRT? Uh, yeah. Where would exactly. it go? In the center console. Oh, nice. Something like that. Pop up. Pop up. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Patrick.Ryan, what is the most annoying motoring noise or problem that's a two-second fix, yet people just leave it? Example, cars driving around with screeching fan belts or bros with license plate frames that buzz with every bass thump. Hashtag get your shit together. Hashtag fix it. Hashtag yo hole. Hashtag S of O. He gave the two best examples. Like really the good license ones. plate one is God, obnoxious. I've fixed that on so many cars. What do you do? Just put like a double sided tape or three yeah, M okay. little thing yeah. on the bottom. Even just roll up some duct tape and yeah, put stick a, it. I've heard of people putting a sponge behind it. Yeah, I mean you could definitely get creative, but just for a temporary thing, like here, watch. And we've had people complain about it as like a drivability thing, and that's. <laughs> You know, the rear end's falling out of the car. Yeah. Every bump I go over, it rattles. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, here you go. Let's take that <laughs> off. Um, yeah, those are really good ones. The the belt, I'll hear that going. It's like, oh, you could you could definitely fix that. Um, what else? I, I, All right, I feel I, like you I'm were stumped. about to say one. Yeah, and no, I was thinking, I mean, it's, it is it is more involving, but it's just like rattly panels and shit that drives me nuts, and yeah. that could be just a matter of it being popped out, or just not even caring, like not even putting an effort. Like, I've sat in people's cars, and I'm like, where is that coming from? I don't know. I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't want to hear that? They're like, yeah, no. Exactly. Like, that exactly. is obviously coming from somewhere around here. How can you not hear that? That reminds me of when I drove Arts NSX. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> What's that noise? <laughs> we, d- we definitely found out what it was, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, rattles is a good one. How about wind noise? Just where oh, it'll be something that's like whistling or whatever, and you mm-hmm. can, you know, press against the door and that it goes away. You know, you know like, it's oh, like it's that gas right seal. Yeah. stuff like that. That's, that's super annoying. That's more on the inside, though. You're not really giving that to someone else. Yeah, a screeching belt. Oh God, that fix your belt. Nuts. I can't think of anything else though. That's like a five minute fix. That uh, low pressure, low tire pressure. It's not a noise. But oh, I know one. It drives me nuts. I mean, it's like how can you not fix that and you're putting yourself in danger, ruining right. your fucking tire. Right. How about um, as a driver or passenger, shitty wiper blades? That's, really just, oh, that's the worst. Spreads it over, and then yeah. you've lived with and them for skip. weeks. And, yeah. The, 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 it's the, like, the, what are you doing? Come on. That, that one's really bad, too. It's so bad. Uh, Axel Jor, how about that GTV that just sold on BAT for $76,500? dollars mm-hmm. i am rich because mine is totally that nice. Same wheels, too. He's joking. But seriously, the market seems soft. How does this happen? A few buyers getting excited. I guess you have to look at the average selling prices to see the trends. Congrats to Brian, by the way, on his BAT experience. That GTV, I looked at the whole photo gallery. Was it the red, red one? Yeah. Okay. It was uh, immaculate. Yeah, it, was like, like I, it was hard to find a flaw. Like I, I noticed the bumper overriders, the rubber on them had a few little scuffs. But short of that, I couldn't really find anything that was wrong with that car. And it looked pretty original and... It just looked like a really nice, full, complete restoration that would probably cost the own probably cost the owner a hundred thousand dollars to restore that car, right? So, I think that it's just justified by the quality of the restoration and everything. And it was desirable colors. Mm-hmm. If you get a pe- few people in the in the room that uh, want a red car, and it's perfect, and it's right there. Yeah, that's what's happening right now too. That like BAT is like selling a lot of cars like that are basically like perfect examples of whatever it may be and those are the ones that are commanding the premiums um, and then everyone yeah. thinks their cars he's being sarcastic yeah, but right. then everyone thinks their cars worth of course. a fortune yeah. well what's going to happen now is uh, I don't know if you guys noticed that 89 uh, legend coupe oh, yeah no, it went for $14,000 $14, $14, wow was it really clean automatic 
Wow. 28,000 miles. Yeah, oh, okay. it was very clean. Yeah, yeah, was but we're talking about clean. a V6 automatic Honda. It mm. doesn't matter because that is one of one. It's the I know, nicest but it's, one. But it's an automatic. But somebody who, would, yeah, who would a, want that? Somebody who, who had that. Who wanted to who have had, the, only, the only person I could even think of would be an Acura dealer. That's someone park who it in the dealership. That, that when that car came dreamt out. Dreamt of an automatic. Well, I mean, that's those, the whole thing. When that, those came out, they were like the baller, the first baller car out of Japan, right? I just right? don't like, see. 14 is three times more than you'd expect. But what is 14 grand is not that much money. For a and brand if you're new. you're comparing it against, coupe. if you're just driving around yeah. town and you're comparing it against like a new Civic or something, and you can get that for 10 grand less, and you have a cool kind of. I guess it's yeah. almost like you can't really enjoy it. It's never going to be cool. It is to them. I think that's what it is. It's like it's it's all about demographics. And it right? wouldn't like, go in the like if you had a Type R and an NSX. Are you going to work at Radwood? Yeah, I guess it would definitely work at Radwood. But. This is all like what's happening right now. This is we, this is the age of of eighties and nineties. Well, watch people sell legends and say one just sold for fourteen thousand. I no, mean, yeah, but I mean, but it's all about this. Is like that's what I'm saying. Fourteen hundred dollar like, cars. This is a well uh, preserved. Perfect. I, I am car, not so. doubting. I'm not arguing with that at all. I just feel like there's no place for it. And I do think that's a good point. Like a dealer would be smart to pick up something like That'd that. That'd be great. Put it next to their new coupes. All their ugly new cars. I don't even know what they're called. Yeah. They make a CL and ILX. I just totally them. see it as like any any car. You know, just imagine someone who is enthusiastic about that car. I still don't. When it came out, they were in high school. They Some rich friend had it. They wish they I had get it. all that. I have now a friend. Now they have the opportunity to own it. I have a buddy, my friend Eli, his parents own two of them. He got handed down one. He's, he loves them, right? So I sent him that ad or the auction, and it was already at $14,000. And uh, he was blown away. But um, I get I get all that. The thing that really bothers me about the car, for whatever reason, is that it's an automatic yeah, I just don't see that. They being... made manuals. For yeah. Those? Okay. Um, just... Speaking of of Acura Legend Coupe, so the next generation was freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, those were beautiful cars. Uh, the you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, those with the really sick projector lights. Mm-hmm. The coupes were great. I mean, the uh, what's his name? Ludacris had a, the sedan, right? That yeah, Acura yeah, fully restored. restored yeah. But the coupes are so dope, and you can get those with a five speed. Mm-hmm. That and was a really nice, yeah beautiful car. What about the bigger? Bigger? What about it? I don't know. Uh, Ecole three three three. Oh. 33. I've been seeing high mileage but clean Cayennes for <laughs> sub $8,000. Good deal or problems waiting to happen? Also, what are the off-road capabilities of these like? Would use it for a daily commute and rally crossing it once a month with my local SCCA club. You're gnarly. Uh, I think with any high-end luxury car, you, you know, at a for a budget, you're getting into high maintenance costs and stuff. Maybe the worst decision you could ever make i know the engines are really solid they can go high they can go high mileage. they can go forever two two fifty uh coolant pipes yeah that's blow out but that's a common like already been replaced thing Mm -hmm. and then probably a bunch of little electrical crap and then you're talking about going off-roading all the bushings blow out and you'd blow them all out if you're really hopefully it doesn't have air suspension they all do or not the sixes and stuff yeah you know Early ones did. Um, that all fades. Then a bunch of module issues in the higher mileage ones. All the so, accessories start to fade. Um, but I mean, in terms of off-road capabilities, I mean, they pretty do decent. well. Yeah, yeah they, they do, do well. well. Like, I mean, it's they did the Trans Siberia mm-hmm. rally and stuff. I've never off-roaded one, but I can imagine they'd be okay. Like, yeah, high. They're really heavy. Height. The early ones. 
like the second gen, I think it it lost something like six or eight hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drove a first gen Turbo S today, and um, the thing that bothers me the most about those cars is a ton of rolling resistance. To uh-huh. get them going requires yeah. a crazy throttle input, huh. and I hate that in a car. It just feels like you're, you're you're kind of always having to push it, like yeah. mm. get it to go. And then I drive a you know another comparable car, and it's very smooth and easy uh-huh. to drive. Huh. Yeah. Maybe that's the sporting nature they wanted to. Well, yeah, yeah. and then I mean, just super wide track, like very wide tires too. Yeah, that's like part of it. That, yeah, yeah low that. profile and stuff. Um, Anyways, but I, yeah, if anything though, like you would want to, you would want to get a very nice one. But I mean, there's no reason to get an early one, really. I get mean, a, get one with all the records, and then read through the records and understand why these are so cheap. Because people are dumping thousands of dollars every time. They're also they come hideous. Uh, yeah, and art thinks they're hideous. Um, Chef Malone Jr. says, "Please tell me that someone bought a GTI, or is that?" Warlord's infamous old GTI. Are you Warlord? Yeah. Um, no, that's Art's old GTI. I don't have any pictures of mine. I wasn't really into photography back then. It was, we had a, you know, one of those cameras you had to go under like a cloth thing and pull uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a long field camera? Long time like, ago. Like yeah. a full frame or what's it called full, uh, large format? Yeah. We're like, uh, you had gunpowder as a flash or okay. whatever that is. It was like a little accordion kind of thing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank nice. you. Uh, Tyson.Clus says, what is your favorite or least favorite quirk of your individual car that may not be present on another similar example? Oh, okay. So he's saying not inherent in the design, Just but your car has your it. specific car. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't think I really have any quirk. My favorite quirk? Or least favorite? My least favorite is that I can't really use a modern gas station anymore. Oh, the freaking oh, the, the, really? the gun. Yeah. I have to hold it fucking sideways at a very perfect press huh. angle, and I can't leave it. I can't do the auto on really? it because it'll just pop off. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're too vacuum sensitive, or I don't know what the deal is now. But And in some cases, I'll do that, walk away, and think, okay, I got it. Like, it's perfect, and it'll pop off, and the whole thing will fly out That's of the so car. I had that happen to my 996 ones. Yeah. And it's on the fen- on oh, the right. fender, and it's like, oh. No, that's you got to hold it the whole time, right? Yeah. yeah. 2002 is that way, too, because it's like the, the whole super vertical. Like, yeah. now, you know, modern cars have an angled kind of uh, inlet, and there's also room for the gun where it could go in. And, like, the uh, 2002, basically, it's, like, completely vertical, and then it just curves 90 degree down into the tank. Right. And the old guns didn't have any rubber sealing around. And they were yeah. curved. Sealing. Yeah, they, they were, were super curved. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, but that's not an individual issue. That's it's, every E30. Yeah, I, maybe I've never filled up another E30. I mean, I would, can't remember. Yeah, or at least I can't think of one. I, I would venture up. to say that's every E30, probably. I think it was the same way with my E12, and it's a very similar style. So maybe it's just that old cars don't jive with this new. My car, since I deleted the center console, and I've been lazy about it, I haven't relocated the sunroof switch. So it's just hanging down from a wire oh, that's super annoying. in the passenger compartment. So I have to reach over and grab it and then press the sunroof. Come on. That's you're better than that, Lane. I know. <laughs> um, brief 61. To piggyback on E. Cole 33's question, why does it seem like Cayenne gets hated on, but the Torah gets praised heaped on, not in general, by DWA? 
I think just the V10. I'm talking straight TDI V10 yeah, yeah. is a one badass car. car. And if one they offered car. that in the Cayenne, I would say the same thing about that version of the Cayenne. Yeah. It's one car. I actually really like GTSs, personally. Oh, yeah, with a six-speed? Dude, the six-speed. The last, basically, a 2010 Cayenne GTS with a facelift, that's a rad car. I would actually even be go nuts, dude. Go 2013 through 2015 with the NAV8. Uh, and with the with the eight speed uh automatic, yes, so car. bored of that car. Ah, oh, it's so rad, dude. Driving the X five alone, that X five M or whatever yeah. that I had for a week or two, I could totally see that. And just the people that I know that have driven all sorts of cars and have also driven those are super impressed. Like, I can see it just only being better than the X five. Uh, Ewan Chapman says you end up in a spot of bother about to drive straight off a 30 foot cliff. Jeez, what the f- <laughs> you have the choice of one car that you would most want to be in pre 2000. That's the hard part. No mods allowed. Good Raptor luck. Is the answer, right? You'll need it. So you need Fuck suspension no. travel and you want to land right side up. No, dude, you're, you're crashing this car. What do you want to crash a car? In? No, you're, what you, car do you want to crash? I mean, I think, a, I think a Raptor, you could like pull it with a head start. 30 foot but, cliff. But he's talking pre, yeah. But he's talking pre-2000, right? Dude, no Raptor would pull a 30-foot cliff. Cliff, You'd fucking snap that thing in half. Yeah, but... You, you would survive. Might, it, would, it, would, it, would, it has a lot of travel. It has all this That's stuff. That's the key. No. Think. So, I just watched a video of a guy doing like a whoop-de-doo thing where he tried yeah. to do a double, and he landed so fucking hard in the front end, the car basically buckled, windows smashed out, all the airbags went out. It looked like tattered, and that is not a 30-foot cliff. Did he survive? I'm probably what kind of probably car? fine. Raptor. <laughs> that's, that's a brand what, new one. Yeah. Let's survive. Tattered. Not mm, brand new destroyed. ones. The brand new ones are. I mean, brand new one. I don't know about that. It was probably last gen. But yeah, uh, <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying that's not even near a 30 foot drop. But uh, I would pick something with like a long wheelbase. I want something that has like a good footprint mm. that's not going to roll when yeah. it, when it lands, right? It, <laughs> I just I think you're and I want it to kind of collapse. Yeah, I want low I want weight down low, long wheelbase, suspension travel. I think you guys are high that you think you're going to land it. This is just cr- straight crashing. Of course, we're crash I mean, the car's it's not going to run after that. You're just going straight down in the ground head first. Oh, I, I... like this. <laughs> that's what's happening. You and 30 Chapman. feet's not that long. Mr. I mean, Chapman, not that far. We, we need we need clarification on how this is happening. Do I get a head, do I get a running start? Do we get a ramp too? How like big, a small ramp? How big of a spot of bother are we in? Are we running from someone? Are we just falling off the cliff? Oh, you're th- you're thinking you're parked at the edge of the cliff and driving off? You're just driving off a cliff. Oh, Dude, I'm I mean, thinking, I thought at speed. Yeah, I'm thinking at speed. Going after it. <laughs> you guys are so rad right now. I just love this. <laughs> what the you. fuck? This is our, it's our scenario. Yeah, right yeah you guys point. are just going to fly <laughs> perfectly through the air, land on all four tires. We're not saying perfectly Ideally. anything. You're going, no. You're going straight nose first into the ground. Mm. That's, that's, okay, so what are you going in straight Volvo nose first? 240. Volvo 240? Fuck yeah. Hell no. I'm going with something with airbags. Or, yeah, Airba- airbags. airbags. Last, oh, oh, last like a 93 gen. or something? Yeah. yeah. Airbags would probably kill, kill yeah, you a lot. Yeah, exactly. Probably worse. Uh, G-Wagon. It's too... I don't know. G-Wagon. Uh, a 99 G-Wagon. I want something wider. Why, wider? <laughs> I want to know why you're. Where is this? Where are you coming from here? Why, I want to be able to like land and not like roll over like a jeep would roll over <laughs> sideways. Like if you just catch a wheel wrong, you're gonna start rolling and shit, dude. All right, you're like straight nose nose dive. That's that's what's happening. How about just a big F two fifty or something? 
something that will kind of buckle when it hits. <laughs> How ah, fuck? What is like heavy and rear engined? Oh, you want the motor to slam you in the back? Yeah, dude. That would, yeah, so yeah but your front's probably gonna hit first, dude. Heavy and rear engined. I mean, I'm thinking of just like weight on the bottom and oh. ideally rear biased. The so only rear engine car is a 911. Or a Westerus. Westy, your car? I mean, oh, you're a fucking man. Oh. I mean, that, yeah. That's the work. worst case scenario. Not right? good. That wouldn't be great. Uh, All right, uh, MR2. Next question. All right, Hummer. 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 H1? No, yeah, the OG one, the big one. Yeah, no airbags. No airbags. It's a fucking tank. Bunch of hard, gnarly things coming out your face. Seatbelt. <laughs> like, steel yeah. plates all around uh, you. That's awful. They're far, though, dude. You're like, <laughs> they're way over there. <laughs> they're not really. It's like super cramped. No, you're just going to land it and keep driving, man. That's right. Kyle JF90. DWA is now vehicular-based paramilitary unit similar to the crew in Fast and Furious. What are you each choosing to represent your style? And who is the hacker, ex-cop, alpha male, and joker, just like the movies? Hmm. Alpha Whoa. male, that's, that's Lane. Joker's Brian. <laughs> I can be the hacker, and you're the ex-cop. I'll take it. All right, there you go. You <laughs> have it. And then uh, what are you... Uh, Coming in theater, to theaters next summer. <laughs> next I summer. think he's asking also, what, what are you choosing to represent your style? Oh, Maybe car wise, yeah. Choosing, oh yeah, your style too. God, we're, I, I can't answer this question. I'm not educated enough. I don't know enough about the movies. I'd probably have like a C5 Corvette. I'd have a um, Plymouth GTX. Oh, there you go. That works. Yeah. All right. Next question. NASA Spec E30. What project car of the other host does each DWA hate the most? Dude, this <laughs> is so fucked up. And which do you uh, wish? Which do you wish you owned? Oh, shit, um, it's such a messed up. I thing. hate Arts 2002 the most because it's never run. Never run. I've never seen it. I've never been in it or driven it or heard. Seen it, it run. I saw it run once. But it wasn't running well enough for Art to even want to allegedly talk about it. Yeah. And then uh, I would take your NSX. That's right. already a given. Um, wow! So Art got hate and love. Yeah, and love. all in love. It's a state of love these days. Which one do I hate the most? What do we have? Hmm. There's a certain American car that you've uh, <laughs> expressed certain interest in. Classic. I, I don't hate it that much. I just hate that that's Brian's only car. Mighty Max is a possibility. Oh, Mighty Max definitely gets <laughs> fucking killed. I'll throw that thing off that cliff. Oh, I'd survive. <laughs> well, it's like a cockroach. You just walk away. And which one would I want? Hmm. Probably Warren's E30. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm going to go with a little love and hate on your end, too. Uh, oh. Hate the Mighty Max, and I would totally rock your Vanagon. Yeah. There you go. Hey, do you still have that uh, Volkswagen bus? No. I, t- I gave it back. back. Like, yeah, hey, I'm, I just, just, got I'm just France over here just hanging out. <laughs> Switzerland. I just got, oh, yeah, the neutral party. I got a, a DM recently, though, about it again. Like, someone was interested in buying it. So I'm, like, intermediary still. Oh, you are? Yeah. She actually, so when I took it back, um, she's like, yeah, you know, if you ever want to take it out again or if you have anyone who wants to test drive it, go ahead. Basically, she knows nothing about cars, and she co-owns it with, like, another, like, girlfriend Remind of us what it is. 
It's a 73 or 74 uh, Volkswagen panel bus, right? Um, and it's like really straight. It's actually kind of lowered, right? It's lowered. Slam. No, no rust. Uh, blue. Like pastel blue with a white roof, white bumpers. I think you should take advantage of that offer and just say, you know, hey, this weekend I'm going to put a for sale sign on it and drive it down the coast or, or something. Oh, yeah. And you might find that you kind of dig it. Slow thinking man's car art. Thinking man's car. Um, I did enjoy driving it in a weird way. It's a challenge yeah. and it's, it's, and you know, the, the joy that it puts in people's faces, man. Everyone was so amped to like just see it driving around. You yeah. know, like you get so many thumbs up, and everyone has questions. And I really need to replace this light bulb. I think after it's this episode, idea. we need to at least take it out. We basically have a strobe light above there. us at the moment. It's not good. Um, Throttle by Cable asks, "You have the time, patience, and money to build an homage to any competition car from any era. What do you build?" That's a tough freaking question. Really tough. I thought we've all agreed uh, Sport Quattro. Yeah, I go Quattro. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Porn hates Audis. That's just such a boring answer. Why you is it boring? Boring. An homage to any, from any era. How about a Silver Arrow? Silver Arrow, that's pretty you epic. You could build an epic I wouldn't want to drive train. that, dude. That's too scary. What? That's insane. It's so fun. It's a recreation. Yeah. It's cool. Be really cool. The hand beaten panels. I'm just saying, if you have patience and all the time in the world, yeah. have this beautiful sculpture. They're pretty amazing. Um, yeah. 250 GTO would be a fun choice. Uh-huh. Uh, how about like crazy uh, 917 replicas? Mm. It'd be hard to do. I'll say that Project much. car. Of the you, you have to get a 917. Oh, it's not a race car. And <laughs> build it into not, a race car. Not a lot of homage going yeah, on. Yeah, that's just a straight up rep- replica. Yeah. But, you know. How about a GT1? If you really did it right. <sighs> so hard. I know. I'm still sticking to my answer. How do you score a Quattro? Absolutely. So boring. Why is it so boring? It's fucking amazing. Streetcars based on it. It's not like a special thing. But I think that's part of it. Short wheelbase. Yeah, and make it. You basically uh, convert it into a short wheelbase and then go and actually be able to drive it and be fully caged and to be able to haul ass and hear that sound and all that stuff, man. Throttled by cable. I'm so sorry. We These guys aren't thinking outside the box. I know. I'm boring. We but uh, How about I, a ni- 959 car? Rally car, that, uh, so cool. boring, dude. I mean, fuck. They so make street cars. I mean, it's like, lame answer. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to think. I I do like silver silver arrows. I think that's a, a really really awesome choice. Uh, but I personally don't see myself driving at the limit. And I would want to not only build it, but I would want to drive it. But it, people it, did it's drive intended it at the limit, and you could be one of those people. That wouldn't drive it at the limit. That's insane, dude. Those things, you're like sitting there with like strapped into this 200, 200 mile per hour thing with like no safety. Whatever. You could build safety. You're a safety. <laughs> Anyways, there's people right now, Art, that look at your NSX and go, that's insane. That's insane. That's no, so scary. No passenger airbag. Yeah. I mean, look how low it is and fast and loud. Art, you're that person for the Silver Arrow. How do you feel? Anything you want to tell I feel the lame. I feel lame. Okay. All right. Raced in anger. Would you guys ever venture into vintage or retro four by fours? Brian totally would. We I, absolutely would. I mean, we we talk about it on a semi regular basis, yeah. and uh, I think that if we lived in an area where it had way more fire roads, opportunity, opportunity, which we don't, you have to go seek out a controlled environment, pay money, and go onto these roads, or you have to drive four hours to get to a place that's really fun to use them. So you basically need to tow your vehicle there, essentially. If, or you have to get one that can do it both. You know, right. you can, you For can us to have one of those there. cars, there would be the full hipster, go to the coffee shop style. If this podcast took place in Reno 
for lack of a better Vermont. Why not Tahoe? Why do you have to go to the ghetto side? Whoa. <laughs> oh, South Bradley Lake Tahoe. Brownell. Hey, sorry, Brad. <laughs> if it took place in South Lake Tahoe, um, we would definitely be more on the 4x4. Any place that has snow and the opportunities to go yeah. in the back country. I guess Hollister is not too far. Yeah, it's, but Hollister's it's just like a... Pain a ass. And that's not... That's not like a legit... That's like... It can be fun, but... You, that's yeah, like motorcycles and... Out. Buggies. It's, it's a little different. ATVs and stuff, yeah. Yeah. It is. But yes, vintage would be cool. Um, I think... Do you think it's poser to have a 4x4 that you never take anywhere? Yes. It's like... It's so depressing to see those... Like, decked out Range Rovers like being driven by soccer moms that were specifically designed with all this purpose you know like it's crazy how capable they are and all they do is just cruise around suburbia but they also be, have, happen to be very comfortable cars to drive they are very comfortable cars to drive I actually almost got one for Jamie <laughs> so it's not that depressing but uh, I mean my answer is like I, I'm not too concerned about the distance like I just feel like it's just another rabbit hole that I can't go I don't have time to dedicate to another because I would love to well, have well that's freaking... because of the distance as well, well right? also, because just like... it would it has to be a whole weekend it can't just be like oh I'm going to go during lunch and go on this fire road or whatever or like after work let's meet up and do this yeah. drive like we can today yeah, I exactly. guess so, yeah. but it's also just like or like I do to work every day I can drive you know once a week, I can drive the 944 on its intended roads, right? On roads that make it happy. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, th- that is a part of it, but it's not... I mean, four hours versus in your backyard isn't, like, that big of a difference, I don't think. I mean, if you're dedicating a weekend... It's yeah, like, you have to dedicate a weekend. Right. That's like, we don't... The same reason we don't go to the track. I think, Art, you, you said that you don't have time to dedicate to it, but you could buy and enjoy and flip one of those cars as one of your choices that you've been making. Yeah. You could buy a vintage, you know, Ford Bronco. I do like vintage Ford Broncos. Maybe a K4 Blazer. Why not a K5? Or K5. What's a K4? Okay, let's go to the next one. (laughs) Uh, 256 Chili Pepper. Uh, What do you carry for tools and spares in your car when you go for a spirited drive? Spare tire or tire plugs and a small compressor, question mark? Just a spirit of drive? I don't think about spirit, spirit of drives. It wrap the rally. I think about that stuff. Yes. But on the on spirit of drives, I don't really think about that. Let's we're, turn this around. So I think this is the same situation that we were just discussing. Maybe most people don't have access to these driving roads like in their backyard. Sure. So they have to yeah. go venture out yeah. an hour or three to find these cool roads, and they have to prep for that, right? Like whereas we just like jump in our car, drive fifteen minutes, and we're in the hills. Um, but I mean, I always carry some slime, and you guys know that. In the 944, I have a collapsible, the factory collapsible spare, and I have a little tire pump that plugs into the cigarette lighter. The spare tire folds? Yes. Wow. Yep. And I have used it. That's pretty cool. How does it fold? In a weird way. What? (laughs) It folds in from the center of each side and collapses a little tiny. And then you can unfold it and ride, drive your car on it? Yeah. Yeah, because the center is not like it's supposed to the air. I mean, it's not part of like the air holding air area. And I, I get that. I mean, <laughs> it is, I have to oh, you it. think structural like strength? Or yeah. Something? yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cray. That's really cray. It yeah. is very cray. And it's um, from 1984? 85, yeah. 85? But they had them in 83, yeah. You're crazy. Uh, You're crazy, uh, man. Warren, we know your answer is you carry a snap on screwdriver. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> I just leave that at work. But, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, tool bag is pretty limiting. I Do you have, have full size spare? Yes, full size spare on a the correct wheel. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. I Have you ever taken it out and driven without it? Uh, no. That's pretty heavy. I've there. taken mine out. You notice it? I notice the difference. Really? Hmm. Yeah, for you especially where it is. Oh, yours is also in the floor? In it's the back? in the rear. Yeah. Uh, you can. That's one of the ugly things about a 944. From the rear, you could see that wheel well sticking down below the bumper. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Maybe that's a nice little mod. You'd cut that bitch People out. People do that. They cut it, and then they weld the... Yeah. Weld it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, PFM California asks, most irritating 80s and 90s car feature. I'm thinking things like the short-lived 85-mile-an-hour speedometer. I got this. I actually just talked about this. I was on our bud... Uh... Patrick Stevenson's Motor Affair podcast last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I fucking hate motorized passive restraint seatbelts. That was the worst. That was my pretty bad. You had that too? That was completely my answer. And then someone commented below oh, really? saying the, that answer, and I deleted the comment. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> that is, dude, Damn it. that is the worst. That was really bad. And some of them wouldn't let you start the car unless it was plugged in. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the Jettas or the Subarus or something that you couldn't start the car... Huh. Unless it was clicked in, and then that would have a problem, and you would You'd be fucked. Oh, you know what I hate? I don't know. It was a, a lot of Japanese cars I've driven from that era. Had it. It was like a button you had to press to turn the ignition. Oh, good one. That I, is. I don't maddening. know what it was oh, for. Was it like a lock. Top. It was locked. Yeah, yeah. It was like a lock, a steering lock. Yeah. That was super obnoxious. That is obnoxious. Quite. Um, one thing that bothers me about modern cars is you can't start them without the clutch pedal in. That's right. Really or the annoying. brake pedal yep. for automatics. And I, there's a lot of situations where I'm trying to start a car where I'm not sitting in it, and it's in park and everything's fine, but it won't let me do it unless I get in or hit the brake pedal. Do you ever have yeah. those sensors go out? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's fucked. It, it, I mean, it's an extra thing. Or you, or you'll get it started. And then it won't go into gear because it doesn't think your foot's on the brake pedal. Huh. So then it's sitting there and it's locked oh, in park. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? And you have to like, you slam your foot on the brake and do it at the same time. And sometimes uh-huh. you get lucky, you'll get one more use. I remember Volvos have like an override or something because they have a the shift key? lock override, which is in the shifter. Yeah. You take the boot off and there's a button okay. you can press to get it into Because that will happen. And then if you're super ghetto, you just never fix that and you just use that button every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about yeah. like a lot of modern cars now? You can't turn, you can't start the car if the door is open. That's have a horrible that thing too. That's obnoxious. Yeah. That Especially was for someone like you. Terrible. Where you're constantly like just starting cars. And to... I need to move it five feet with the yep. door open and it won't let me do it. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. You, you, just, you can't drive it, right? It'll can't start, but it. you just can't move it. Yeah. I remember yeah. new BMWs do that. I don't That's like uh, steering or seatbelt reminders. Oh. It bothers <laughs> me a lot. Um, That's one cool thing about my 2002, by the way. Uh, So the guy deleted that. Um, On 74 and 75, 76, 2002s, there's a gigantic tacked-on light Uh, that's housed in this huge plastic thing that has a seatbelt light on it. I think E21s have that, too. That's crazy. My E30 doesn't have that. My 944 doesn't have that. Yeah, there's no sensor. My 944 doesn't really have any annoying features. My E30 is I mean, it has a lack of features, I would say, but it doesn't have anything annoying. No, mine won't (laughs) tell me anything about it. Leave the headlights on or anything mine doesn't even have a check engine light or anything like that. really it's old school change there. mine has a check engine light but it doesn't do much how about slow steering racks all right moving on uh max kr i recently saw a motor trend video about uh mustang gt350 in first gear you can get up to 55 miles an hour can you even enjoy such a car on the road you can not really it's hard it's it's not quite, ideal quite difficult. it's first second gear right that's all. That's, that's what all we you talked do. about. Yeah. I mean, that's like driving a nine nine seven. You never need fourth, almost ever. Yep. And it's got six gears, and now the new ones have seven. 
Yeah. yeah. You never need it. Like a mountain drive, I barely get out of second gear. And that's with PDK even. It's not like it's any better. Even my GTI, it's it's uh, the gears are way too high. You're at all? Yeah. Yeah, the NSX tall, is Yeah, too. it should, like, to... To have, I mean, maybe that's the fastest way or the most, it's probably the most efficient way is what it is. Certainly. But to have more fun would be shorter gears, you know, first through five, and then maybe have a tall six. But What's your NSX is a five speed, right? Five speed, second gear goes to 80. <laughs> so I, I downshift to first a lot, like in the tight stuff. Jeez. Up in the hills. I, I don't like that. I don't it's know. It's annoying. Why. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not, I mean, it doesn't ruin it for me, but I, ideally, yeah, I would like to be shifting more. Um, that's the whole GT4 conundrum, right? Yeah. Everyone talks about that. Right. A lot of times in the GTI, I'll, I'll be in third and I'll, or I'll be in second and I think I'm in third and I want to go into second, but Dude. I'm not going to go into first. Right. So when are we going to have Phil on podcast? Croc. Croc? I should hit him up. We should hit him up. I think he's, it's he's time. due. Yeah. Cause he has, sure. especially now with the new car or the reborn oh, yeah, yeah. impressions and everything reborn and he's car. been massive sure. road trips constantly yeah no we need to get his yep. his take and now he's going to uh exotics and canada so we can get his <laughs> view of that i know um i well, told him i was gonna scold him over the weekend uh, he needs to buy a vape and get some <laughs> yeah, frosted tips <laughs> frosted tips and a vape. start vaping how about yeah. frosted tips over the visor you know one of those uh, little hats that no. are open up top you know, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah it's yeah. just a no, visor i know we could cut a hole in his roof and put the little the little pipe so he can vape out of the hole. Oh, like a little roof. rally vent, but it's yeah, just a, a little... rally vent for vape. Jesus Christ. Be awesome. Is the GT4 of a sunroof? No. No. So slick top only, huh? Uh, car door says, uh, well, we kind of just went over this a little bit. Uh, P38 Range Rover versus first gen Land Rover Discovery and our 90s Land Rover's DWA approved. What's a P38 yeah, Range Rover? That's just the normal Range Rover from the classic. 80s, 90s. Classic I think it's looking post classic, but yeah, yeah. 4.6 HSE kind of thing. Yes. Um, I, Wait, I, no, I, no, I, it's I not would, classic then. No, it's not a classic. Okay. It's not post, classic. it's after classic. Yeah, gotcha. But it's that Range Rover, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Discoveries are, I don't, know, I, I don't like They've, they've got to be so dialed adventure mobile looking to be cool. Same here. And they're, like they're top like, heavy as shit. I feel like a $1,500 car and like, I've driven them and they're, they made a manual. They, they, they Talk a about cool little jump seats in the back. Talk about disconnected. You feel like you're floating around. Have you driven one? Yeah. Like, it's just. I think it was the 96 or so 97 weird. four-wheel drive car of the year. Hmm. Yeah. I like Discovery. a Range Rover more. Yeah, me, me too. too. Uh, somebody called Clutch Kick Podcast. If you had to pick between an RWB 911 or a stanced E30, which would you pick? I'd have to go RWB. Most conservative conservative rwb there is mm -hmm. and i would probably uh go after some cool race livery or something in that case try to make, and it, make it look like a 935 race car yeah, or something yeah exactly like that. an rsr kind of yeah. thing um are rwbs slammed always they yeah. don't necessarily have to be but they usually are pretty yeah, slammed yeah. No, like not, not, not slammed like an E30, though. That not, be, not like a not stance, stance either, yeah. Well, I would definitely go RWB as well. I think you can get away with the look if you do take the fucking window decal off and the right wheels. Appropriate wheels with a good amount of sidewalls. And they also exactly. different size flares. You can, go, you can make it look like a legitimate period-correct race car yeah. if you do it well, right. Like, the, the truth is... The Porsche race cars of the 70s and 80s were wide body they were flared out, looking, yeah. but they weren't on super low profile tires slammed to the ground. Exactly. That's, that's the difference. With no engine mods. 
Right. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you could definitely make it work. And, and more recently, like, I think he's figured out that there's an appeal to like the more subtle approach and he's making cars more like that, like with just kind of shrunken flares. What's his name again? Uh, Nakai-san. Um, with, um, you know, with like a duck, duck bill or ducktail spoiler and like, so, I mean, there's a, there's an angle there for sure. I would go to RWB. But never Stancy 30. No. That's horrible, yeah. I mean, it, you're basically, it's undrivable. I mean, like, and like stretch tires. There was never, so. it's not, it's just a full sh- show, no go. Yeah. Yeah. I would go 993, like, it takes away GT2-ish. all the great things about an E30. Yeah. J- uh, yeah, 993 GT2 style. JPod 999 says, what is a motor swap project you've always wanted to do but have never done? Hmm. I've never aspired to swap a motor. I mean, I guess I see some that I think, like putting that uh, that uh, Cummins 4BT, is it 4BT, I think, I is know. a badass four-cylinder diesel that you can you know pull stumps out of the ground and will last forever and all that into various projects like people have done uh land cruisers and things like that with a 4bt in it that appeals to me but i'm not like ever going to do that there's nothing i've yearned to do for a million years i do think the s2000 motor in a 2002 is kind of a cool swap yeah just because you you live high in the rev range and i think the car is light enough that would be really fun yeah and it would fit well Mm -hmm. it wouldn't wouldn't look ridiculous like an ls or something Yeah. yeah And it's, um, yeah, that's a good call. That, that, the, it's that and an S14, which I've always wanted to do in a 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what about modern drivetrains in older cars? Like if you were to put a, like the latest V12 twin turbo Mercedes engine into an R129. I've seen that stuff. There's a company, I forget oh, yeah. what they're called. But Mechatronic. They were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mechatronic. They do AMG power plants in classic yeah, cars. Exactly. That's sick. I, I love it. Pretty rad. Yeah, and they're super keen on like ensuring that it's all reversible, too, because they usually do it on really nice cars. Really nice cars, yeah. yeah. so like it's all using stock pickup, like motor mounts and subframe mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and it's impeccably done. Like it looks like OEM, but modern. That sounds cool, but I don't think I aspire to do that personally. Yeah, no. Because that car is not really a car I yearn to have tons of power either. I like I, I'd be fine with the stock power plant. Mm-hmm. I would just want to do silly shit. That's why. <laughs> Alex Stadel says, "What Taco Bell item best describes your car?" That's a great question. I only know a seven-layer burrito. What else is there? What the heck? I don't know anything about. Oh, there's a Mexican pizza. Yeah, uh, that's old school. How about a crunchy taco, a double decker? Well, I think I'm like a. I think I'm like a. Wait, my, you or my your car? car? It's like a chicken quesadilla. It's not quite the staple, like, it's not your taco and right. your bean burrito, yeah. which are kind of like the Accord Camry. Oh, okay. But it's getting on. a little spicier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's still, it's business-like. Mm. Uh, what are like the super exotic? Aren't there like some fire? Oh, they got some crazy chalupa, stuff, yeah. crunchy double like, stuff. That yeah, yeah, there's like taco bowls and because there's like the Dorito chalupa double. What is it? You don't know, dude. I, I really all I know Rodita's is from, all I know is uh, commercials. Yeah, the last the first time I've gone to uh, like Taco Bell in the last five years was that one like a, like a few months ago when I when I was like starving at night and that was the only thing that was open. Oh, and you went in there and I got a seven layer burrito because that's all I know. That's and- weird. <laughs> Taco Bell is definitely my um, that's my fast food place. Like yeah. if I can, it, you've been it, tricked by thinking it's like sort of healthy, right? No, not even. But that is my my like Taco Bell is pretty rad. But it's also and it's helpful I, I hate all the other places. 
I'm but it's going. helpful that it's open late always. Right? I so don't it's open know. Late. I just I'm Taco Bell guy. Well, now Lane they offer breakfast too, so yeah, don't, I'm not down with that. Don't hesitate. Um, I'm going double decker taco. It's like there you go. You know, the- E30s are kind of vanilla, but hey, mine's kind of cool. It has a little. Double yeah, decker. it has a little bit of flair. Thank you. Uh, Golf Stang Two JZ. I'm new to bring a trailer. It seems to be all mostly stock cars, but you guys often mention there used to be more interesting stuff on there. Do you think it would be appropriate to put the Baja Fox on there when it comes time to sell? What's a Baja Fox? He has a lifted... Oh, Fox body. Oh, body. that's Fox awesome. body. It's pretty... Dude, uh, yeah, totally. That, that, that's yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, you might take out some of the individuality on your car on your given car he's got a wu-tang sticker Uh, i love that why why doesn't why doesn't brian buy this car by the way fuck man that's the car we should have built for brian oh brian oh my god okay so right now golf underscore stang underscore 2jz has a white fox body mustang convertible with a roll cage big general grabbers on it uh a cow basher it's white. It's beautiful. It's a five liter. Um, yes, that a hundred percent is bring a trailer. Now it depends on what you're trying to get for it. I mean, obviously you may not sell it well, but it'll get a lot of comments. You might find an audience there. <laughs> yeah. I think dude, that's Brian's dream car. Yeah. And what if you could put some uh, NASCAR rubber on it in for rally stuff, and then when he wants to go oh, off-roading, he can put he's those always, on. He's always off-roading. So, yeah. I just tagged the shit out of him. He should totally pick this thing up. Tagged him like 50 times. Jeff Wise says, uh, Doug DeMuro makes a YouTube video of your car, and then he has a uh, emoji getting like a, a gun or something. A gun to his head. Yeah. Uh, what does he do or say about it? I, I can't answer this because I've never seen a Doug DeMuro video. He talks about like the quirky stuff in cars, and he is very comprehensive, though, which I appreciate. He talks about everything yeah, sure. inside out. Who does he write for? He writes for Jalopnik. What Auto used to right? Yeah, he used to be. Now he's like Auto Blog or something. No, he, he has he's his own Auto Trader. I watch his videos on YouTube, though, yes. so he, that's his own channel. Yes. Um, he, he used to be a Porsche. He was like the Porsche fleet manager for some region. What car? Let's see. What would you say about about your car? I don't know. He usually he'll talk about the quirks and what made it a cool car. I think nine forty four, dude. No, what what what, he's saying? What what does he do and say about it? Oh, sorry, that what car? Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, he does the standard thing, right? I mean, he goes through inside out, tries to find the little quirks that you said. What makes it special? What Porsche designed? Because he can super nerds out like on little details, right? Like for example. You know, I rolled up right now, and uh, Lane's uh, front and valance, like that piece, is, is off, and you can see all the ducting that Porsche built underneath the valance, like for to flow into the radiator and a different different pieces and components underneath the hood, like that type of shit, right? Like he would probably go into something like that. Um, he also does the like he just did a nine twenty eight video at GTS, and he does the you know it has back seats, but. It's totally the cliche. Oh, like, it goes in there? Well, you, look, it's not very comfortable. And then it has the 928, The one of the weird things, that it has rear sun visors. But he puts the sun visors down, and they can't go in front of your face because they're actually for the back. Because you hit the window right. But he right. doesn't realize this, and he's he's <laughs> quoting it as like, oh, they're for the front, and you can't sit far enough back for them to work, and they hit your face if you do that. They're not for that. So he's kind of retarded. <laughs> I think he's known. Sorry for being about a, that. PC. He's, yeah, he's known for being a weirdo. 
Uh, Haven and Florin asks, stoked to hear on another podcast that Art's looking at getting a clown shoe. <laughs> How soon is this happening? Have fun with that, Art. You're welcome to test drive mine. It's an S52 with Eisenman Ooh. race exhaust. Awesome. No two-tone interior crap. Perfect. Where is Haven and Florin located? Haven because... and Florin makes bags and luggage, and they are located in Hipsterville, I think. Or... Hipsterville. No, I don't know. They're they're so basically Oakland. Is what you're saying? Like <laughs> yeah. Piedmont. No, they have really nice pictures of people adventure adventuring, and I think they make rad backpacks. Oh, oh Sacramento. There's someone in in Butano. So maybe they're local. I don't know. Um, anyhow, uh, you're gonna get a clown shoe. Oh, dude! If I find the right combo of ingredients, I'm down. I love clown shoes. Oh, give me a break. Um, the one clown shoe that I want is just too expensive and rare. Um, rare more expensive than your NSX. More expensive than my NSX. What? Uh, but I don't want an S54 car. That's the problem. I want a Phoenix yellow clown shoe. God. Are you kidding me? The piss one? Ew, I hate that color. But they're on only S54. That's what I'm saying. They're only so S54. What are you talking about? So I just can't, said I hate that color. I, no, no, no. I hate that color on E46 M3s. And he said I only want an S52. I only love it on. In that, so that basically, car. I would be forced to buy the so S54 version. He doesn't want a clown shoe. Um, that's my favorite. But I mean, an, an Estrel Blue S52 car would be Do phenomenal. You know, the, but just admit to everyone, you make no sense. I make no sense. It's okay. <laughs> this makes no sense. You just owned a fucking M3. Yeah. You hate that color on M3s. You're getting a car that's... It looks fantastic on the on yeah. C3M. There's right. no chance you could hate a color on one car and love the color on Absolutely another car. Absolutely there no. is. No. Black, That doesn't white, make any sense. Red? No. Yes. Hate? That, that color is awful. Puke. I think it's puke, so good on that Z3M coupe. It's like if you have a urinary tract infection, you're pissing yeah. in a sample cup, and that's here. Oh, wait. Here's our color. Here's clown urine. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Clown urine. <laughs> is that the one? That's it. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> it's when you've only had Gatorade and... Uh, oh, get the... The lime one, right? Lime Gatorade and uh, vitamins. Winter Circle <laughs> vitamins. Winter yeah, Circle vitamins. vodka, and maybe some Colt Forty Five. And then you take a piss after eating too much cotton candy. And then you throw up in the pits. <laughs> and then you take it to BMW, and you're like, "Have I got something for you?" Yeah, Phoenix. Uh, D Stone B, most fun used EV on the market. Fiat 500e, e-golf, i3, or none of the above, uh, don't get a used EV. Keep in mind, I live in New York City and don't have the same EV lease options as California. You should definitely not get an EV if you live in New York City. Why? Why not? Because where is he going to use an EV? He lives in the city. So you should be get, get a cool car that he could use to leave the city and have fun with. But maybe he drives around the city. All right, then get something else. Uh, EVs are so expensive. Used ones are city. cheap as hell, though. Huh? You, you, used ones are super cheap right now. Like 500Es are dirt cheap. You can get them for oh, 500 Oh, 500Es yeah. are like, what, eight, eight, seven grand? Yeah, like under 10 like Gs. I, use that I don't think like in the high any teens. of us have driven enough of those to really know. I haven't driven an E-Golf or a 500E. I owned an I-3. and it was, I've only driven yeah. the I-3 for three minutes. Yeah. Um... Is I think it? it's it's a really they're good city cars. That's the thing because you have a shit ton of torque. It's they get, they're easy off the line. They're really easy to park. They're all pretty small uh, and they're practical. You have hatchbacks there. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I, I personally I like the i three. They're a lot. too expensive to be just a city car. Well, but I mean, he's an NYC bro. He yeah, he's not NYC. using tons of fuel and stuff. He's not driving huge distances. He's uh, he wants to be eco friendly, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really don't know. What is an alternative then? Like, what's a good city car that would be fun that 
Because he uh, wants it for the city, it sounds like. Maybe he's going to... I mean, I'm just talking about price-wise. If you're looking at a new car, which it sounds like he is. How about a perfect example? Um, well, you... Okay. John Cooper he's, Works, 05 Mini Cooper. That's a good choice. Yeah. Supercharged, fun, easy to park. Yep. Decent mileage. I think that's a good choice. Decent cargo space. It just seemed like he was looking at new cars. He was talking about leases and stuff. No, he was no, well, fun, most fun used EV. Used. Oh, used. So he doesn't have a lease option. He doesn't have a lease option. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeti Overland says, thoughts on the E30 325iX, or what would you get for a vintage ski hauler? Uh, only test drove a 325iX, um, you know, for about five-ish minutes. Um, I, I liked it. I mean, it didn't feel very very different from a standard 325i or IS, um, but I know that they can be very expensive to repair. Uh, something about the central, because it has three differentials and the center diff, if that goes out, it's, like, super expensive. They're obsolete. Um, but, I mean, I think we've discussed this in the past. Like, you're better off spending a little bit more or even the same, actually. These are, like, ten grand now. And buying something that's a little bit more modern and reliable, you don't have to find these weird, obscure parts. He's asking for, for a vintage ski hauler. I was going to say... Um, I got 4,000 Quattro. Okay. I think it's a better all-wheel drive system. I was going to say the E30 is pretty small for a ski hauler. Like, I'd want more cargo space. How about a, a 4 uh early 90s Mercedes wagon? Uh, e-class? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, W124? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, I like they make that. it for they made it formatic. Um, oh, one twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Straight six, uh, plenty of room. The seats fold down. Pretty good looking, especially if you put it the right tire. Good wheel w, tire. W ten wagon too. E class. Yeah. Is it a two ten? Super 210? cheap, dude. W two ten. Newer though, right? I mean, that's yeah. not the individual enough. round headlights. Not vintage enough. I mean, yeah, but, I guess. I don't yeah. know what is vintage. I don't know. What is vintage? What is... I mean, I like the idea of a Range Rover Classic, but, I mean, I don't know. I guess so you just have to get one that's super well But he's, he's dialed, also right? just starting at an E30, so you don't want to go too far from that choice. That's like vintage ski hauler in my head, though. It's like... A Wagoneer? Wagoneer's cool, but I want I want a Range Rover Classic in, uh, like, a, a non-metallic green with, like, a saddle interior. That's what I picture. I feel like a Wagoneer... Is this, is this, tell me if I'm weird, but I feel like a Wagoneer would have a, a lot of the outside elements inside of it. You know how there's those cars where mm. you don't really feel like insulated. separated yeah, like from insulated, the environment? Yeah. yeah. I think that interior would be, then just driving experience would be, let you down pretty hard. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Bad Rabbit Habit says, what should we bring to the pre-reunion? Great question. You know what? Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Boxes of pizza. Uh, comfortable chair, a folding chair for sure. Um, maybe some earplugs. Sunscreen? Stuff, stuff to barbecue or something. Sunscreen. I um, think we're going to try to avoid going to the pizza place this year, so maybe BBQ up some stuff. Uh-huh. Bring yeah, some uh-huh. uh, chips, salsa. Yeah. Some sodas of different sorts. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, a comfortable chair, sunscreen, and uh, a tent. Hope to see you guys out there. We're going to be in Laguna Seca for the uh, second Saturday of August. I think it's going to blow up, so I want to come on down. Yeah. What was that? Come on down. He said. Okay. Yeah. Price is right. No one. I I got it. That's right. the intro. So let's do one more question. <laughs> let's end this bitch. All right. Um, let me check this out here. Okay. 
BRZO app Burzo asks, what's the most DWA approved sports car to please a spouse with a bad back? For example, best seats, but mm, still has arts. sense of occasion. Suspension is key too here. You have to be, it has to be compliant. But sports car is the, I think that's the most critical mm-hmm. part of the question. I thought about this earlier and I kept hitting grand touring cars yeah. and this and that. And I, and no that's Volvo, sports car. Volvo doesn't make a sports car. So you, those seats are out. I think it has to be like a Porsche 911. I, I mean, good, decent pretty low, ride. pretty low to the ground, hard yeah, to get in and good, out. But ingress and egress. Yeah, but they're talking about good, like a bad back. They have the good seats. Seats aren't that great. They're 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 supportive, Which but they're Porsche not soft. They're pretty good though. It's pretty supportive. Is an M6 a sports car? Nope. I want to go E500 all the way on this, but it's not a sports, car, not a sports car. I know. Yeah. Um, a 911 was too harsh. I mean, Jamie has a bad back. My 993 with a stock MO30 suspension was too brutal for her. So, like, I'm thinking from that experience, I want to go even softer or, like... Then it doesn't exist. I know. Like, what is it? Uh, and Mercedes-Benz SL is not a sports car? No. It's a wafting not touring car. <laughs> because their seats are really nice. Um, R107 with a manual, totally a sports car. <laughs> You buy some older Porsche or something and put some orthopedic Recaros in it. Oh, like the memory foam style? Some really good Recaros with the lumbar and everything. God, it's a tough question. We don't have comfortable seats in sports cars is what we're saying. And, and well, it's also the... I e- mean, the, the ride is just a little bit harsh. It's also the egress and ingress situation, right? Like the NSX Yeah, but what name a sports car that isn't? R8. What the, the egress and ingress is the same as any of those? But it, no, it has like the door opens really wide. There's they're a big lower opening, than a 911, but they're not. And not, they have I'm, a deeper, they have deeper sills to jump into. Dude, that those seats, especially the sports seats, are really hard. Which ones? And an R8. Oh, harder seats. They're just very racy. Lamborghini Aventador, <laughs> really uncomfortable ride. <laughs> um, Ferrari FF. Uh, what yeah, about a uh, Audi RS5? That's not a sports car. Duh. All right, listeners, please chime in. Tell us what what were we missing here? Answer is not Corvette. Oh, look at you! Look at the big brains on Lane. Is it, is it not? I don't know. Is it not Corvette? Uh, how about a, a very well optioned uh, newer Mustang or Camaro? Yes. Oh, it's not a sports car. Do a Mustang GT350 with the mag suspension. It's not a sports car. That's adjustable. Okay, maybe the newest one borders. It's it could be sports. I mean, what else would it be? But he's, isn't he talking about an older car? I don't think he specifies. It just says DW approved. So yeah. All right, the new 991 Turbo with the comfort seats. Oh, how about a 959 comfort yeah, seats? Yeah, there you go. Comfort 959. Comfort. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. I'm I'm guessing that he's interested in making a purchase here in the near future. Know, exactly. Um, I, know. I know. It's a hard question, Phil. Give us. Oh, give us what something. about a? Oh, actually, might have to leave the wife at home. I was gonna say BRZ. Um, that's a, they have comfortable seats. They're supportive. How's a ride? It rides really. Nice. It's not stock. I bet it's fine. Stock. It's it's great stock. Actually, it's compliant enough, but still firm enough. So it's sporty, but it's not harsh. Seats that comfortable? How's it pretty comfortable? How's a uh, S two thousand seat? Pretty, no, pretty they're stiff, huh? yeah, they're 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 like a little bucket. Um, yeah, that's that cabin's so tiny. Yeah, I'm gonna go BRZ on this one. I've ridden enough in it and I've driven. Well, I barely drove one, but I've I've ridden enough one enough. 
to say that it's comfortable. Hmm. It's not very cramped in the front seat. It's, I mean, not my choice. It wouldn't be what I'd be buying. I'm saying get away from sports car, go with a grand touring car, and have a lot of fun, and you'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. He already has an M6, so he knows that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was asking. Is an M6 a sports car? But that's a lot of car and very comfortable. But Mercedes makes an option there as well, so... That's a podcast. It is a podcast. That was depressing. <laughs> Why are you so depressed? <laughs> We've got nothing. It's not uh, gratifying, right? That was a hard question yeah. to answer. We tried our best. We gave them a bunch of shitty answers. Well, maybe the listeners have something better than we do. Triumph TR6. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, All right. Bye. See ya. Later. Fantastic. This is <laughs> So it's a BMW Roundel. Looks like an emblem for a BMW, yet it is a fidget spinner. That's right. Whoa. That's a-